Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to the review pod. It's a pod that felt almost grateful for Brexit, seeing the young boys fans last night waving their shitty sparklers in the air. Over the next 50 or so minutes, we'll be looking back on an evening that saw City secure passage to the knockouts for the millionth year running, as well as breaking a British record into the bargain. But at what cost? To find out more, let's introduce our guests, whose statues are so grandiose the Champions League anthem plays every time they enter a room. It's Asan and Howard. Hi, Asan, you there? <laughs> yeah, <brilliant. laughs> yeah, with with uh, with assorted booze ringing around the same room at the same time. I, I, I will go along with that. Um, I'm I'm all right, Steve. I had good. to uh, had to I had to leave my cat in the cat hospital this morning, so that didn't feel good. Um, but hopefully, she'll be home in a few days and she'll be fine. I thought I, I thought it was a he, not a she. Sorry, I got that wrong. Is that is it Aguero? Yes, yes. I, I don't know, just, you know, Aguero works for a she as well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, as I've had to explain many a time, <laughs> that's a family name. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah, Aguero's daughters will be called <laughs> something Aguero. That is so not you named surprising. It after the daughters, yeah. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> It's a fine point, yes. Uh, how are you there? You well? Well, clearly you're there. I just heard you. Uh, yes, I'm fine, thanks. Thanks good. for asking. So. Good, good, good. Made good. the middle of the week. Survived to then, yeah. Well, that's all we can do, mate. That's all we can yeah. do. I'm <laughs> looking forward to pump, get the heating on full and watching the uh, Champions League goals show that's on TNT or whatever tonight, so... It's little things in life that get me excited. So. Football is completely off the agenda for me tonight, so obviously when City's on... My wife is like, yep, you know, and Hannah's like, yeah, watch it. Um, but Monday night, Tottenham, Chelsea, I can't do three nights in a row. It would just be pushing it way too much. So I think it's Bake Off and... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah where, where do you go after Spurs against Chelsea anyway? There's nowhere else to go. But <laughs> It was a crazy game of football. Uh, right, um, let's get to last night's proceedings. And before we do, let's get to... Some of the ticket prices that were on offer. Um, reduced fare for students in particular, um, of which you commented on Twitter, Howard, and got into a bit of a back and two with... Uh, <laughs> uh, the one uh, and only uh, Pete Boyle. Yeah. The one and only Pete Boyle. Um, to be fair, he was arguing about points other people had made, not what I made. So, <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's how, <laughs> Which that's... is how it got all very confusing, basically. And I was on my way out anyway, so I really didn't have... Uh... That's a Twitter in a nutshell, isn't it? I'd love that. You, you came back at him strong, fair <laughs> Then wow. eased off because I was in a good mood, so what's the point? So. There's but, never a point in having a Twitter spat, ever. So. No, no, no. no I, and I, I Pete Boyle, for all his faults, is a lot better than... Yeah, old school United City fans are fine to have a chat with, generally, so... Agreed, that, agreed. That makes me sound like I'm slagging off new school City United fans, but, you know, that I'm United. not. I'm just saying old school... Legacy yeah. fans generally will have a sensible discussion about regardless, ticket prices, money, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Regardless of you trying to get out of a hole of your own making there for some reason, I want your thoughts. <laughs> We're in on... the first 15 minutes here. It's going on SoundCloud. <laughs> what is your thought on the reduced ticket prices? And uh, it's not so much that. It's more the, the response to them from rival fans. They're not reduced. I just realised £22.50 is what I paid for my ticket. Right. So that's it's pricing. They're not reduced in price. I don't know where in the ground these tickets were. Maybe they are reduced because they're in a posh bit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this is just 
sensible pricing. So I'll just comment on that, really. It wasn't... I mean, it's weird. I sit in the south stand and there are two rows next to me on the left. In league games, they're always empty. Always. So they're not available for sale and no one ever sits in them. So that gives the impression that we don't sell out for starters. You'll see little rows like this of seats that are never available. So... God knows what the setup is. It wasn't totally sold out last night, but it wasn't that exciting. I mean, we'll get to the match. I actually enjoyed it, so I was kind of wrong on this. But I went for a rice and three curry before and a couple of hours in the pub. I was honestly looking forward to that more than the match because there was nothing on there. There was no jeopardy on the match. There's no jeopardy in the group stages. We've we've qualified for the 11th season in a row. This is not a dig at City, it's not a dig at pricing, it's a just the group stages can be very sterile and they are when your manager is as good as Pep Guardiola, which was kind of my point. And you have to reduce prices because of Pep Guardiola is my point because when you become this good, when we don't have 200,000 people willing to fill the gaps for games mm, like this. Yeah, and yeah. to be honest... I, no no City fan on the planet would care if we have 200,000 or none. No one would care if it sells out. My general point was, was so good and qualifying is so like, inevitable yeah. that, no offence to young boys, on a, a wet, cold, going into a Tuesday night at home, you yes, you can't... <laughs> you're not going to... You shouldn't charge £60. This is normal pricing for the appeal of this match which is pretty low tier. I would put any home league match as more appealing than this group stage match. And Pitbull's only point was City aren't doing it out of the goodness of the heart. They're doing it for pure economics. And I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. he was having a dig at other people, you know, other people pointing out that what a good thing it was that City did this. City doing it, at, that City price it at a level that they know they can sell out, like all clubs do. So... Ultimately, is to, the thing is, it, I think City get it generally. They make the occasional horrendous mistake with uh, you know, Real Madrid at home, for example, letting members get it. But they generally get the pricing pretty damn spot on. And to be honest, you know what? Last night, I imagine some people with tickets just had a long day at work, as is often the way, and just like the weather was terrible and just thought, I'm not going. And that you know, and you'll get empty seats for that. Some gaps are just tickets sold. People don't always go to matches when they have tickets. That's just the way of the world. But I think City have got it right again. Where if so we're getting to knockout stage, the prices will go up, but the demand will be there. It's just weird in a way that we're talking about twenty two pound fifty prices for a group stage match as being really mm. cheap because it's not really. It's actually about the right price for this match. And I think that's the point I would make more than anything. Okay, well, before we get to the starting lineup, and I want Aysan's thoughts on that, um, the burning question for you, Howard, is what the hell is Ryzen 3? Really? <sighs> you remember to listen that, or Cabana? Uh, no. you, get, you get a list of about eight curries, you pick three of them, and you have it with rice, and it's about eight um... quid. So loads of places do it in northern quarters. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's... Oh, it's, yeah, it's, our, it's our midweek match staple tea before we go. Fair enough. So. Uh, let's get to the starting lineup. Um, Rodri rested, which to the relief of us all, I should imagine. Haaland starting was the surprise, Asan, given 
Chelsea's at the weekend and clearly he was fit, but you know, he was taken off at half time last Saturday. Yeah, I mean I was surprised. I I definitely didn't want to see Haaland in the starting lineup. What about um Grealish over Doku? Was that yeah. I, I was expecting that one to be fair. I was or... expecting that. I mean yeah. the turnaround between the turnaround between the weekend and and uh, and today and just you know, the fact that Grealish had performed at Old Trafford and then been taken out for Bournemouth, it was felt pretty obvious to me that Grealish would start. What about, and we will come to this later, um, but what about the inclusion of John Stones? I only say that because I think it was Jordan put on Twitter that he really felt uncomfortable with, with Stones starting this one, um, as it proved you know, to be. Um, did you feel much the same? No, because I didn't really look at no, weirdly enough, Rodri and Haaland were really... I mean, look, obviously, ideally, I'd have liked him to play uh, almost a shadow team last night, but he was never going to do that. I knew that he was going to go um, relatively strong. Um, so I expected quite a few of the big names to be in there. And in terms of my list of priorities, um, the two were really Haaland and Rodri. And the fact that one of them got arrested, I guess I should be grateful that it was one of them and, yeah. and that they both didn't start. Okay. Um, I think before... Keith stays. I mean, I know we're getting to the injury itself, but I guess we'll talk later about the ramifications. Mm. He's he's going to get injured, isn't he? So, I mean... If not last night, it would have been at the weekend. Yeah, think? I guess if you're going to criticise it, the fact he did play 70 minutes on Saturday and this is three days later. But mm. I would also say that City's sports science team and physios and whatnot know what they're doing so yeah, yeah I'd rather he'd uh, got a half out of him on Chelsea and gone off injured but I'm afraid to say this is just the sort of thing that can happen with John Stones and will happen again you can't pick players on the premise that well they're injury prone you can't wrap players in cotton wool so you know when I when I saw the team you never know do you who's going to be rested. It's just, he'll go quite strong, but make changes. And I didn't really have a problem with that team at all. I guess Haaland was a surprise, but again, it obviously was way, way more minor, that injury on Saturday, than we first thought. And if you're 3-0 up at half-time against Bournemouth, you obviously apply total caution, so... Yeah. Okay. Um, before we get to the game, Asan, the young boys' fans made themselves known last night and orchestrated use of colour and and song and all very coordinated and manufactured. Top half was in yellow, weren't they? And then the bottom half of the uh, stand was in black. And then the ones in yellow just took bizarrely took off whatever garments they had and threw them on the bottom. It was all very odd. Uh, fireworks as well. Um, I hate all this. I have to say, it's a real bugbear in mind. I, I just, it leaves me absolutely stone cold. I just think it's too orchestrated and it's manufactured. And it, the reason why it doesn't take off in England is something we should be proud of because we're all individuals and we're basically just, we're not like sheep who just act as, as one. <laughs> I'm how, not. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you, how did you view it, Asan? Did you, did you like what you saw? I don't really care. I, I can't get I can't, like the match day experience. Sorry, Steve. I, I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to kill your question, but like <laughs> match day experience conversations, I just find massively tedious. Like anybody who goes out of their way to moan about the lasers or moan, up, you know what I mean? It's just like, come on, just get on with it. But how do you feel in general? Ninety minutes of football. 
No, no, that's Sorry. fine. Fair point. But how do you feel in general? Um, like just broadening it out to the Bundesliga and beyond to the nature of German support, like Bayern, for example. Anytime Bayern comes to the Etihad, it's we have a jumping up and down as one, and and it's just it strikes me as very odd. Yeah, but that's how they do football. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like there's something there's something inherently inwards looking about looking out at at differences in other cultures and going, oh, well, I, I hate that. I can't be doing with that. It's like, they're not forcing us to do it, are they? So <laughs> if that's what they want to do and that's how they enjoy their football, that's great. I mean, look, me personally, I could never do anything like that because I'm so stressed about the 90 minutes of football that's going to unfold in front of my eyes that I don't have any space in my brain or, mm-hmm. or kind of any space on my emotional uh, barometer to be doing like orchestrated claps and jumps and you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, but it's weird enough, how little they, they seem to care about the match, Jason, sometimes. I've, yeah. I have, I've watched like, you know, a Dortmund match where they've conceded a goal and it's quite an important one. And the choreography has just continued as if the, <laughs> as if the match yeah, wasn't actually absolutely. happening. You know, absolutely. React, react to the football at least. Absolutely. At least react to the football, yeah. Yeah, and I think I definitely think that, you know, if I want to be judgy about all that stuff, I, I do wonder, like, I, I've never really been able to separate uh, my emotional state from the game state. So if City are getting slapped, my emotional state is I feel as though I'm being physically slapped. And within that feeling, it's really hard for me to then become like the best cheerleader for the team. So I find it quite impressive that as a football fan, you can watch your team losing comfortably and still be that just into the Mm. choreographed singing and dancing. I mean, they obviously obviously expect to be slapped, so maybe it's easier to, you know, they were going to have a good day out like City days of old, we're having a good day out, you know, irrespective of the football result, uh, which is fine. It's it's a culture thing, isn't it? I mean, no one in this country would ever do it because we're reactive to the football. Yeah. And But it's also a good thing a lot of the time because it needed that atmosphere because there wasn't much of one last night because it wasn't that important a game. And there is an atmosphere problem in English grounds as a whole because it's been sanitised over 20 years. Then if there were, you know at least it was entertaining. I think the key thing here is two things: drums should be illegal in football grounds, mm. absolute yeah, and cricket grounds to be honest. Secondly, I can't get a packet of quavers into the ground. So how on earth this. are they wheeling yeah. out Kathleen wheels and sparklers get, and full I mean, of fireworks? Seriously, how, how did they get them in though, Howard? I mean, I don't know. It's I wrong. That's annoyed me more than anything. It's yeah. like I can't get a bottle of coke into the ground. Not yeah. try to. It's like. Why are they? Why are different rules for the home fans than there are to the away fans? Yes, exactly. Anyway, that's yeah, that's what I do. But you know, we need. That's the that's the beauty of football is that the cultures across the planet are completely different. But the thought as an English fan of organising this and having set things at set times is just alien to us. But each to their own. So, and it does help on nights like this. I think. Thanks for listening to the first fifteen minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.